Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services Podcast Studios, I'm your host, Mike Wilson, and on this episode of In the House, we're going to be talking about what to do if your air conditioner ever ices over. Uh, it's such a common occurrence during the hottest parts of the summer that I worry that some people think that that's just how air conditioners work. I'm here to tell you that's not normal. Let's go. In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house. Electrical, plumbing, heating, air conditioning. Each week I pick a topic. Well, I guess we pick a topic. Well, I guess I pick the topic and then we you do some brain that like, hey, let's we're okay to do that. You get some ideas from us every <laughs> once in a while, but anyway, once we do decide on a topic, we discuss it in depth. Uh, I appreciate everyone taking the time to listen to the show. If you are a fan of the show, do me a favor. Uh, if you have not left a review for the podcast yet go to wherever you listen to podcasts scroll down to wherever it says write a review and let me know what you think of the show i'd really like to hear your feedback and thoughts on what we're doing here i'm joined today by richard bunker he's been in the hvac industry for over 20 years he's currently manager over the hvac service and maintenance departments at any hour services richard i was down in st george um, a few weeks ago i was at my in-laws house and I was walking past their air conditioners. They had two, they have two units outside. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw what looked like a white compressor. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I don't remember seeing a white compressor. I've never seen a white compressor. <laughs> so upon closer inspection, I looked down in the unit and come to find out uh, it's actually just ice forming on the outside <laughs> of the compressor. So um, yeah. after. Hold on, hold on. So yeah. I, I know you and your videos and you're very curious. Did you actually tear into it and like get eyes and hands on it and see how thick the ice was? It was not because they use it not as a vacation property, but like it hadn't been running super long. It okay. had run overnight. Uh, and I did actually I did go around the house looking for tools because I went down. <laughs> I went down. It was a vacation for me. I went down to just hang out at the pool and, and enjoy the sun. And so I went around the house. I couldn't find a socket set to like take the cover off. I was going to check the coil inside. I, I was going to do all the things <laughs> that I know to do in these videos. And so uh, I, I did do some things that, that I'm sure we'll discuss as far because I want to like go over things with people. Uh, because again, like I said, I, I think that people, it's such, I don't know. Well, first off, how common is it that people call in? Uh, about their air conditioners icing over a lot that's really the breaking point where it starts icing over and then it just quits working and then that's when they call in we so, get that a lot okay so what what causes an air conditioner to freeze up or ice over there's a lot of things uh one of the main things that like in the springtime it, it kind of funny it's depending on this time of year as we get different calls the first first year we get um air conditioners that are frozen up like you've had there iced up whatever you want to call it uh dirty filters like somebody hasn't changed their filter, it's restricted airflow, and now it's freezing up because of that. That's one of the first things that we get a lot in the springtime. First time they've turned it on, the filter hasn't been thought of, and then it's freezing up. So uh, that's one of the big things. The other thing is uh, low refrigerant can cause that. So if we get a low refrigerant, the AC can freeze up. If it gets too low, then it really won't do anything. But a lot of times what happens is air conditioners start showing signs earlier on Let's say if it's you know, warmer in your house and the air conditioner is running, but it's not too bad. So you're thinking, oh, it's just a hot day outside. It's not maintaining temperature where it could have an issue and then it gets worse and worse and worse and then it starts icing up. Gotcha. So airflow is a big thing. Another thing is if you have a, they have a valves in there um, that restrict a, the refrigerant to help it do what it's supposed to do. 
something could be wrong with the system, the internal, the refrigeration lines, and that can cause it to freeze up as well. Those are the typically the ones that we see why it freezes up and ices over. So does it usually have something to do with some combination of uh, lack of airflow or some issue with the way the refrigerant, either it's too low or it's not expanding or contracting or I don't know, whatever the different states that it from, goes from through. a gas to vapor and right. back and forth. Yeah. And this is where like, I'll see if I did some of the right things, you know, cause down oh, there boy. I was, I was a homeowner. I wasn't a technician while I was down there. Cause I don't know why my in-laws don't have tools. Well, but like, I can just imagine now broadcasting you live from St. George. <laughs> I'm Mike. I thought <laughs> we're going to talk about icing over air conditioners while I on vacation. About going live on uh, some kind of social platform <laughs> TikTok or something like that. If I could have found some tools and been able to like show people, Hey, here's what's going on. I literally would have done that. But since I was like, I don't know. I can't see anything. Okay. Well, next time you're down there and you need tools, just shoot me a text. I, I got, I got you covered. Okay. Sounds good. I'll do that. Uh, so let's, let's just go over this. What should we do if we find ourselves with an air conditioner that's frozen up or iced over? The best thing to do is really go outside. Well, there's two things that you can do. One, you can just turn your, uh, air conditioner completely off, go to your thermostat, switch it off. The other thing you can do, and this one get, you could get water everywhere. This is why I don't really suggest doing this so much as you can go turn the breaker off to the AC alone. And what that's going to do is the fan's going to cycle on your furnace and it's going to thaw that ice out quicker, but you may get a lot of water on your floor. So if you got like in an attic or something like that, you don't want to, you want someone there to kind of control and take sure, make sure it's not going to leak everywhere. Cause we do get that. Hey, we let it unthaw. Now there's water everywhere, but the best thing is just really turn the thermostat off and let it unthaw. Let it naturally melt. Yes. Yeah. How long does that usually take? Depends on how much, how far it's iced over. That's like, true. Well, down in St. George, if you're seeing that ice out on the compressor, that's that's been freezing up. We get that a lot. It's like, oh, it's you know showing ice here. If it's showing ice at the compressor, there's ice in the coil, and it's worked its way all the way out of the compressor. Gotcha. I've seen an inch thick of ice on the compressor. I mean, that's gonna take wow. That's gonna take a long time. I tell people expect at least a half a day to a full day. So the compressor is the last place yes. that you start to see ice. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So if it's if you're seeing ice outside, yeah, you've got a you're pretty thick on the inside well i i went inside and i well i i, I checked the um you know i pulled back the insulation the little black insulation on the line going into the house it was it had some frost actually out at the compressor it was like thick enough that it was like it was white so it was ice but it was i would say out at that point when i saw it it was more like frost and then i go inside and I, like i say i couldn't get the cover off that's like, that's covering the the coil and stuff but i did check the um the refrigerant line going into the into the furnace here's here's a question because you mentioned if you you could get a lot of water if you have a bunch of ice built up on the coil inside is the drain pan not equipped to handle that much is that why or do you end up with well if you've got a clogged drain line then that's why you'll have a lot of water everywhere you could have that as well but i mean that th whole thing inside that coil is a block of ice and so it's going to start melting and the only way the drain pan works is once the water starts draining, running down the fins That's and true. gets directed. So if it's in the middle of it, that water is going to run down the ice and it's going to drip everywhere. That so makes sense. Cause you're, you're going to get water. Yeah. People might not realize that that drain pan inside, it's actually got a hole in the middle because it's usually sitting above uh, a heat exchanger. And so the air has to go up through yep. that. Right. And the, the thing you don't want to be careful is if you've got, let's say your furnace, you know, blower motor spinning and working and that water's dripping on it and you've got live wire, you can burn up that, com that, that component rather than just letting it naturally dry with the power off. You're not going to cause damage. You, 
You know, I see. That it, makes sense. That way you're less likely to cause damage. Let it dry out before you start running electrical components. Huh. Okay. Well, then I might have done the wrong thing when I was done. <laughs> I, so what I did, what I did was I I went to the thermostat. I I turned I I, I turned the temperature up high enough that the air conditioner wasn't going to be coming on, calling for air. And then I switched the fan to on just so that it was like uh, blowing. But the electrical shorting out. That's I didn't think of that. Yeah, it could be an issue. Like when I when I do thought out, uh, if I go to a customer's home or something like that, and there's ice, and I'm going to thought out. I'm going to get some towels and I'm going to monitor it and watch it and make sure the water's not getting on there. Uh, and I'm going to kind of just make sure that protect those, those and make sure it doesn't get wet. Gotcha. Well, if it is, if it's a block of ice, like you say, and, um, it is, and you're just letting it naturally thaw, you still could have that water dripping issue, mm -hmm. right? Yes. But you're saying that by turning the power off, you're, 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 you're safer yes. with it. Yeah. You're so not going to have that short. So would you shut the power off to the, you're saying turn the thermostat off, um, but is that shutting power off at the furnace? Is that what shuts? No, the you're just not having the blower run. You're not sending volts to the, I mean, realistic, the best way is go down your, at your furnace. There should be a light switch or a power uh -huh. cord and really unplug it. That way there's no power at all going to it. Gotcha. That's really the best way. Gotcha. Okay. And then, um, cause I know that whenever, Unfortunately, if someone calls up and their system is like iced over and they're like, hey, I got a block of ice on my thing, like a technician can't really start to troubleshoot until the ice thaws, right? Yeah, the, the most we're going to be able to tell you is, hey, your filter's clean or dirty because gotcha. we can't inspect the coil and see if it's plugged because it's, I've seen two, three, four inches of ice in that coil. Like it's, it gets thick. So step one, shut the system off yeah. and wait a half a day or a day and let that ice uh, thaw. And well, if it's, <clears throat> excuse me, if it's hot enough outside, I, d I don't know, maybe an HVAC company can't come out right that second. And so them coming out the next day, do most HVAC companies instruct you on what to do over the phone? Like if, if someone was to call, uh, call in to an HVAC company and be like, Hey, my system's iced over. Are they going to like send a technician out right then? Just cause they, I, I actually think they do. I, I don't know that answer. I don't call a lot of heating and air companies. Sure. Um, I really don't think they say a whole lot about hey making sure i know we do like customer calls in we'll ask if it has ice and make sure to turn it off but i don't think that's something that a lot of companies will do gotcha so the next step after you let the system defrost contact an hvac company or while it's defrosting reach out to an hvac yeah company. definitely yeah reach out before it's completely thought out and get on that schedule right um so is it fair to say that your air conditioner ices up because you're pushing it too hard uh, depends on what you're trying to get it down to. Now, if you're trying to get it down to like a high sixties or something like that, it might be getting, trying to get a little too cold. If you're starting to get down there, typically we don't see them freezing up because they're trying to work too hard. Usually it's only going to do like a certain amount of temperature difference between outside. And if it's running that long, it's going to maintain temperature. Well, the reason I asked that question is because let's say that, uh, that you were to defrost the system and then if you were to turn the system back on but not set the thermostat down as low and it was like running and it didn't have to like cool as much to satisfy so if it's if it's 100 degrees outside with no air conditioner it's going to be really hot in the house and then if you were trying to set your thermostat down to you know 68 70 degrees and that caused it to freeze up if you defrost it and then set it at 80 degrees 
some air, 80 degrees is better than 100 yeah. degrees, right? Is there a chance that that won't make it freeze up or do you think it would still freeze up because it's just going to freeze up if something's not working right? If I were to tell you, I would guess it's still going to freeze up. Okay. Like I said, we don't see that many systems that freeze up because it tries to get too cold. Now, if it's a colder night outside, like a spring day or spring, you know, and it, it freezes up overnight, then it's cold outside. That's one thing. But in the middle of the day where it's like 100 degrees, you, you're if you can get your house down to 68, 100 degree day, you're doing pretty good. That air conditioner is rocking. Gotcha. So I still think you're going to freeze up. To, uh, icing up, and I keep calling it icing up, freezing up, but it's the same sure. thing. Typically, it's like a cough. When you get sick, you get a cough or a fever. It's, you know, hey, I'm sick. There's signs of it. That's kind of the same thing when the system freezes up. It's, hey, there's something going on with my system. Now, that could be just a dirty filter. I would check, you know, like we talked about earlier, check the filter and make sure it's clean. If it's clean when it, and it still, you know, froze up, you've got other issues. Now, if you see it frozen up and it's a completely plugged filter, you could try that. Let it unthaw, then try it and see. I mean, we do get a lot of those phone calls. It is just a dirty filter. Gotcha. Yeah, I I always say that, like, if you know what you're looking for, your air conditioner will tell you if there's issues before it completely just, like, stops working. And I feel like um, if it ever freezes up on you, that that's its way of saying, hey, something's wrong here. Yep. should probably have me looked at. <laughs> yeah. If your air conditioner is running a long time, too, and it's not cooling your house... The next step, it's it's going to freeze up more than likely unless it's undersized. Gotcha. Is there any way that people can check to see if there's a problem before it ices up on them? Uh, you could try checking like a temperature difference, mm -hmm. get a thermometer and put it by the return. And then at one of the heat or supply vents, you know, when the blowing cold air, you should be somewhere around 18 to 20 degrees. If you've got that, you're probably okay. But if you got less than that or even more than that, then it's more is because when it starts freezing up. Gotcha. So when there is, uh, when you're more than a, so if the air coming back to the house is significantly lower than the air going out, mm -hmm. so you've got a bigger temperature split, then that's a sign that it yeah, might be. It's, it's probably already starting to freeze. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, I remember when you first told me about uh, temperature split as far as it being like a super simple thing that, that anyone can do to check the like in general, is it cooling the way that it's supposed to? Uh, we actually shot a YouTube video showing and explaining what that temperature split is and how to measure it. Cause really all you need is a, a probe style thermometer where you can like, you know, measure that difference in the temperature, as long as you know the difference between the supply and the return. And you can like take those, those temperatures and you know how to work a calculator then like you're set. Well, unless it's out of range and then well. yeah then you're not we we do that on our tune-ups and our service calls we'll check and make sure the temperature splits correct and and we'll get like i'll get phone calls guys you know some things are going on hey i've got and i'll ask them what's your split oh it's 14 degrees okay and we'll dive into more it's like yeah it's not working like it should be gotcha as a matter of fact if you're listening and you want to like know if your system might ice up and the first step you want to do is check it yourself Email me at mike.wilson at anyhourservices.com, mike.wilson at anyhourservices.com, and put in the subject line temperature split or podcast, and then just tell me that you want a link to that video, and I'll shoot you out a link uh, to that video where we show you how to measure temperature split. The other thing that I think people can do that I say it's something that people can do, but they might not think of it as something that they do because they're having someone else do it is the annual maintenance yeah. on the system. Uh, I mean, you alluded to it already, like 
temperature split is something that when we go out and do our tune-ups, that that's something that we that we check. Or when you go and do a service call, it's one of the things you you check first because it checks the the. It's kind of like when you go to the doctor and they weigh in, take your temperature and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's one of those first indicators like, oh, okay, well, and then let's go from there. We get that a lot. We'll go out with just a tune-up or something like that, and we'll just ask them the questions, how it's done and whatnot. And and a lot of times, like, oh, it's done great. And then it was like, well, it's off. And then we get it charged up the way it should be. And they're like, wow, it hasn't blown this cold since it, you know, it was installed. It's like, you know, there's, there's some signs that we just overlook because it may not be completely broken yet. But yeah, it's definitely an issue that we should be checking out. Yeah, if if you're out there and you are not having the annual maintenance done on your system, I can't over like encourage you to make sure that you're having that done. It's it's just a, it's the cheapest way to like get an early warning sign that things are going to break down. It's the cheapest way to extend the life of your system. It's the cheapest way to make sure that that thing is running as efficiently as possible. And so if you do uh, reach out to a service company and have them perform this annual maintenance, make sure that they are documenting what they're finding. Make sure they're going over that with you. Like after you have that done, you should know more about how your system is running than before you had that service done. We get a lot of those, like it's the first time we've come out to, we'll document it, and then now they use us more, and hopefully they do at least, but we'll get it, come out a second time, it's like, hey, you know, it's an issue, another issue, or it's getting worse, and it's like finally time to do something about it, but having a record of it is really nice, so you know what to expect on your system. It's like, hey, it's, you know, it's not changing, or it's getting worse, or whatever it is, but, right. you know, do yourself a favor, and get it taken care of, and looked at, so that way you don't have to worry about leaving you stranded on that what are we, I think I heard on the radio today, 84 is the average of our weather right now. And we're, we've already hit 105 and 104 and today's supposed to be, I can't remember high nineties or maybe a hundred tomorrow's supposed to be hundred. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really hot here. And I feel like whenever people that might be in Arizona, listen to us, they're like mocking us. Yeah. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, anything up over, you know, a hundred degrees or up in the high nineties, that's, that's hot. Like it, your system is is gonna be working harder than it normally does i was on a roof all day all afternoon yesterday and i'll be honest i wasn't even hot like i i just i love the heat yeah i do i i was you know a little sweating and stuff like that i'm Uh like oh this is so much better than that white stuff on the ground (laughs) i don't mind i don't mind heat when i'm outside and i'm like in shorts and it's like i'm here to enjoy the warm weather but when i'm trying to go to sleep no thanks. <laughs> uh-uh. Give me the give me the I I prefer the window because I like to sleep with the window open. Do you do you sleep with the window open in the wintertime? I do. Oh my gosh! But one year for Christmas, I got my wife a uh, an electric blanket. Oh, there you and go. <laughs> my my in laws bought me an electric blanket. Did they? One of those little mats or whatever goes underneath. Oh yeah, I love that thing. That's I've thought about getting one of those machines that have a vent that come up oh, yeah, and blow under the, the beds, cover like a a bed air conditioner or whatever i've seen that i've thought about it but i can't quite bring myself to like drop the the money on it but uh i don't know if there's anyone listening that like works for that company i'd, I'd be able to sh- I'd, I'd be willing to shout you out in an episode yeah. I, i'll review your product send me uh, one online, of those bed air go. conditioners <laughs> <laughs> anyway so uh we'll wrap this episode up if you're out there and you ever have a system that uh, starts icing up on you or you find yourself with a system that's iced up on you, go to the thermostat, do like Richard says, 
turn the thermostat off or go to the furnace and shut it off and let the thing defrost first. You want that ice to melt. Now, as soon as you shut the system off, then go and find a reputable HVAC company that can come out and actually diagnose and figure out why the thing isn't doing what it's supposed to. Uh, if you are in the Utah market, any hour services obviously can come out and help you with that. If you're not, you can go to Google and search air conditioner contractor or something like that and just start calling around to companies and find one that you feel comfortable with. Uh, do me a favor. Let me know down in the comments if this is something that you've ever experienced. If you've ever had a system ice up on you or anything like that, just let me know down in the comments about uh, your experience with that. Richard, any final thoughts on this? Oh, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being here and sharing your experience uh, with this topic. It's always good. See, I think I know a little bit. And then like you come in and I learn a little bit more and I'm like, huh. Eh. Next time I'll do this a little different. I'm still shocked you didn't go buy tools and tear into that air conditioner. I, I wasn't I've, down there very long. I've had the phone calls with you at 10 o'clock at night just trying to learn, and it's like, so I'm I'm a little surprised. If it if it was a house that somebody was like living at all the time, but like I literally was down there for a couple of days, and no one was going to be there after, so I didn't have somebody that was going to be like checking on it. My in-laws are out of the country, and I was just like, oh, instead of going and buying tools, I think we're going to go jump in the pool. <laughs> Good choice. Tool Good choice. Pools, yeah, whatever. Anyway, thanks again for everyone listening and watching the show. I appreciate your time. We'll be back next Tuesday with another episode of In the House. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In the House. But if you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, check out anyhourservices.com. See you next time.